Good morning, everyone. My name is James Shen, one of the elders at the Capital Community Church. Uh, I travel to the U.S. four times every year. Before and during each trip, I buy many stuff. <clears throat> From uh, the air purification machine to coffee beans and uh, Nike shoes. Although our family have lived in China for 12 years, we're still very much attached to Best Buy, Costco, and Amazon. Yeah. About two years ago, in one of my, this kind of a U.S. trip, I noticed that the things I bought grow out of my hands. On the last day, when I was ready to come back from California to Beijing, I start counting the number of the bags I need to carry from two to three, four, five, and six. Yes, I have to carry six bags. <clears throat> you may ask, will airline allow you to have a six bags? I'll tell you this. I'm a, fre a frequent flyer, so-called Air China permanent, permanent platinum member. So fortunately or unfortunately, they allow me to check in four bags and have two carry-ons. After buying all the stuff and packing all the things we ordered from internet, I noticed my mood switched from the enjoyment to the frustration. On my last day, after checking out the hotel, I had to load all the six bags to the car. Then I have to always find the safest parking spot because I worry about the thief will break in the car to steal my bags because it's very obvious. People look at the car, oh, so many bags inside. Then I have to check each door of those four or five doors twice, make sure they're truly locked. <clears throat> then I drove to the car rental station. I have to unload the bags and load the bags to the shuttle bus, to the terminal. When I arrived at the terminal, I have to unload those six bags and move them into the check-in account. Finally, I was at the check-in account. I was relieved. I'm ready to dump all the bags to the airline since they gave me such a benefit. Of course, I need to do one more thing. I need to take out my passport to check in. At this moment, I notice my bag, my backpack is missing. <clears throat> so I counted the bag again. There are five, not six. One of the most important ones among the six is lost, where I have my passport, I have credit cards, have cash, have my laptop, my files, all gone. So I ask uh, um, airline, can I check in those five bags? I need to run back to the car rental station to find my passport. No, we cannot check in until we see your passport. Okay. Can I store my bags here so I can get my passport? Then I check in later. 
Unfortunately, for the security reason, we cannot store any bags, any unchecked in bags. <clears throat> and also they add, you need to find your passport quickly because checking will close in 10 minutes. <laughs> oh my gosh, what I should do? I become panic. So this is the midnight. Uh, I normally take uh, the red eye flight. This is the midnight. When I was waiting outside of the terminal for the shuttle bus that can take me back to the station uh, to check the lost and the found, I prayed to God. Father, I'm so sorry for my greedy of dragging six bags this time. I'm so wrong. I pull out the phone in the shuttle bus, even though this is just a five-minute Right, and I was already juggling with the six bags. I'm distracted. I'm willing to take the consequences. But if you believe I have learned a lesson from this embarrassment, please let me find the bag quickly so I can go home. If you think I haven't got your message, I guess my long day hasn't ended. While I'm praying, I clearly realize I was defeated by temptation. And I fell in a trap. And this is a Satan's trap consisting of six bags plus one phone. I guess I carry one more than this guy on the photo. <clears throat> so speaking of uh, temptation, let us study Matthew chapter 4 about Jesus being tested in the wilderness. This test took place right after Jesus' baptism and God's announcement, this is my son, whom I love. I'm well pleased. Of course, Satan certainly want to do everything to stop Jesus from starting the salvation ministry. So those three tests are very critical to Jesus. But today, they are also very significant to us because Satan is testing us in a very similar way. The first test is described in this way. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell those stones stone to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. So Satan's first test is targeted at Jesus' hunger after his uh, 40 days of fasting. Today, Satan also uses our physical needs to attack us. What is our, uh, our physical needs? That includes food, shelter, education, uh, um, and health care, etc. Although it is unnecessary for most of us to worry about those daily supply, because God's provision and the advance of economy, we are still so easy to be overwhelmed by those daily needs. 
Of course, they are named differently. They are named differently today. Seems more important than they should be. Food is renamed as a nutrition. Clothes become identity. Education becomes kids' future. On my trip to the U.S., the daily needs become the six bags I need to carry. Satan's second temptation is targeted at、uh, Jesus' face. When Satan found that Jesus rely on God's words to fight with him, and Satan also used God to attack back, try to break the relationship between the Father and the Son. So let's read、uh, the the verses. Then devil took him to the holy city, and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written, it will, he will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift up in their hands, so you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him. It is also written, "Do not put the Lord your God to the test." Just like Jesus' face was tested, our face has been tested every day. Facing the test, we often pray in this way: <clears throat> "Jesus, if you fix this problem, I will come to church every Sunday," or in that way. Jesus, you are God, so pray to this. It seems that <clears throat> if Jesus doesn't help us, he's not qualified for being God. I'm very glad that in the airport at that night, I didn't pray in that way to test God. Otherwise, my nightmare won't stop for many days. Satan's third test is presenting the whole world to Jesus and ask Jesus to worship him. And let's read those verses again. The devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, "Away from me, Satan! For this is written: Worship the Lord your God and serve Him only." Then devil left him, and the angels came and attended him. Many scholars find the evidence、uh, to believe the first test and the second test actually、uh, took place in Israel. They found many stones in the wilderness of、uh, Israel, and the shape of those stones、uh, round looks very like a bread. Also, they found it is 137 feet from the highest point of the、uh, Temple of God to the bottom of valley. But they cannot find a mountain high enough. You can see the entire world, including. Romans Colosseum and the Egypt pyramids. So scholars guess Satan has some supernatural power to create a scene, allow Jesus 
to see the whole world. Today, Satan doesn't need any magical power to create that view. Smartphone, right now available on our hands, can shrink the world on its display. If you think smartphone is not as good as Satan's technique, then you need to try these things called virtual reality. I don't know how many of you tried a virtual reality goggle. When you wear these things, just like you walk into a very different world. <clears throat> so this virtual reality actually will be very close to Satan's trick. The smartphone does help us to see the world. I joined Qualcomm, a smartphone chipset company, in 2003 because uh, I was excited by its mission to have access to the internet anywhere and anytime. <clears throat> and to promote a mobile device, many times I stood on the different uh, party of a conference and to promote by saying that smartphone is the largest information platform in mankind's uh, history. Mobile is a great technology. It benefits us in many profound ways. After 10 years of rapid growth of a smartphone, however, many of us become the bandage of the device. Many of us cannot move our eyes away from the smartphone. I find three photos. Okay, oh, this is showing smartphone can display everything. So I found the three photos to reflect many of us sitting here how we use uh, the device. Use smartphone at the dinner table, in the bed, and in restroom. <clears throat> Statistics also show that 19% of people use a smartphone in church, and 12% in the shower, and 9% even during the sex. Actually, in average, each of us checking on phone 110 times a day. Is the smartphone so evil? No. It is just a tool. It is just a device. Our addiction to smartphone is due to our desire of knowing everything, seeing everything, understanding everything, and controlling everything. We want to see the things and the place are irrelevant to us. We wanted to understand the things we cannot comprehend. We wanted to control the things we should not control, include husbands, our wives, and our children. <clears throat> we have to realize how Satan used the technology to, power, to pull our eyes and minds away from God. Satan is uh, heavily using our thirst for technology or thirst for knowledge to attack us. When we become addictive to the feeling of knowing everything, seeing everything, and controlling everything, we're not abiding in Jesus anymore. Satan's purpose is achieved. If we look back how Adam, Adam sinned the first time, 
and put him in comparison with Jesus, you can find the contrast between the first Adam and the second Adam, our Lord Jesus. Adam has all the fruits he can eat from entire garden, and he's not hungry at all. But he cannot resist the temptation want to eat one more fruit from the tree of knowledge. Jesus didn't eat any food for 40 days, uh, was very hungry, <clears throat> and he had a power to turn the stone into bread. Right? He turned the water into wine, so he can certainly turn the stone into bread. He still said God's words are more important than food. Secondly, Adam and Eve are confused just by one simple question from Satan. Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? And they deceived by Satan's lie, you will not sure die. Jesus was alert and determined, <clears throat> even though Satan quoted the verses from the Bible to test him, Jesus never had doubts on God and responded, Do not put Lord your God to the test. Adam yielded to his desire of wanting to be like God to who is uh, omniscient. So he disobeyed God's command. Jesus defeated Satan's temptation and proclaimed to love God only. Disregard all the kingdom and their splendor are displayed in front of him. It is so true that Romans 5 teaches us in this way. Just as through disobedience of one man, who is uh, the first Adam, all of us become sinners and victims of devil's temptation. So also through the obedience of one man, who is our Lord Jesus, many will be made righteous and capable of overcoming devil's temptation. So how will our desire for knowledge be fulfilled? The answer is clear, abiding in Jesus. Because Jesus can see everything, know everything, understand everything, and control everything. No matter how many times we look at uh, the smartphone, our thirst for knowledge will never be satisfied. We already look at the phone 110 times. We still don't feel we know enough. We are on the top of the world. Just as the um, book of John chapter 4 teaches us, <clears throat> next slide. Uh, Jesus answered, everyone who drinks water will be thirsty again. This water is the water we care so much, we secure our everything on it. We will thirst again for our daily supply, thirst again for more knowledge and for being in control. Then Jesus said, but whoever drinks the water I gave them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I gave them will become in them a spring of water, welling up to the eternal life. 
Now, when I attempted to pull, my, pull out my phone, for no reason, right? Many of those 110 times we check on the phone, actually, we don't know why. <clears throat> I will remind myself, this is the time I should close my eyes to turn to Jesus. Jesus is sitting next to me, waiting for the conversation. <clears throat> I hope I can turn to Jesus 10,000 times a day, just like the song, uh, um, you know, described it. Much, much more than looking at the phone. <clears throat> so to end today's message, I will tell you the end of the story, six bags plus one phone. After I prayed to God, the shadow bus arrived. I asked the driver, could you please call back, use your radio, call back the station to check if anyone found a backpack. The driver told me they already found a backpack. It is in the next shuttle bus. It will arrive in a few minutes. I was so happy I can go home now. I cried to Jesus, thank you, truly you are the all I need and all I wanted. Let's pray. <clears throat> Father, thank you so much for your teaching through the test Jesus went through in the wilderness. Thank you for your son Jesus because he defeated devil in all the trials. We pray that you will draw us close to you Help us resist the temptation of knowing the world, the temptation of a feeling that we are being in control through those technologies like smartphone. We pray you will reduce the number of the bags we have to drag every day. We pray you will help us turn our eyes and minds from the world to you and you only. Even though the world's attraction is right on our hands, we pray in Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat>